0: This program is for people who have experienced some adverse life events or trauma in life and want to get rid of the lingering effect. You see, when people feel traumatized, they become afraid of any change. Change means loss of control, and that reminds them of trauma. So sometimes they keep on hoarding things. Would you like to learn about a unique viewpoint of how to let go of that past trauma by letting go of that clutter? then you are in for a treat. Stay tuned and give us a thumbs up. Thank you, friends, for joining us today. I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest today, Valerie Uard. From trauma to triumph, Valerie has seen it all. She's a published author, speaker, and expert who works with people all over the world. She brings you on decluttering journey to declutter more than just your space. And if this is the first time you're joining us, my name is Dr. Rosina. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist helping people with stress, anxiety, and depression over the last 20 years. I'm also a best-selling author and a transformative speaker. I started this program, Happy and Healthy Mind, with Dr. Rosina because I truly believe a lot of suffering can be prevented with mind training. So over here, we share practical prevention for your mental fitness. So you can function at your best without burnout. And as these programs are for educational purposes, I recommend that you refer to your healthcare professional for any treatment advice. But What we can do is we can share some resources. You can get all the resources shared in these programs by texting the word JOYFUL to the number 38470 or visit us as at happyandhealthymind.com. The purpose of this program is to bring health and happiness to more than a million people, so if you find value in these programs like subscribe and share so more people can be helped to live happier and healthier life so let's ask Valerie Valerie tell me how did this topic become important to you.
1: Thank you for receiving me Dr. Rusna. so this topic become really, really uh, close to my heart, because I have experienced something negative in my life, but that through my journey become positive in my life. So if I come back a couple years in the past, people, I was not like unstoppable, like today, you know, I was somebody suffering from trauma for years. I was having difficulty with my friends that were studying and for hours and then they were going out party while I was needing a nap like my grandparents were doing. So at one point they diagnosed me with complex PTSD. And I learned a lot of things along that journey about trauma that it's not just from war situation and my doctor brought me on different route from therapy to medication to emdr but those were not effective with me and at one point the doctor told me you know what your life will just get worse with years Hmm. i refuse to believe that
0: that is so depressing
1: (laughs) it is i totally refuse to believe that because my plan was not to get stuck in my bed or on the couch So I was wanting to be able to have a life, to contribute to the society, to work, have a family, all those things in my life. So I start a research for my recovery. And in that research, I try multiple things. I try volunteering to get recognition. I devote myself to my purpose. I change my diet to finally discover a way to stop falling into deep depression and surrounding to the trauma's grip but I had nobody to guide me. So that's why it took me a long time. So at one point, my my mom told me one day, and that was really a crucial event in my life, when my mom asked me, Val, I don't understand. Why do you need that much pasta? Are you cooking for an army? She was obviously sarcastic because my husband was doing his training to be an officer in the Canadian military. (laughs) When she left, I opened my pantry and wondered, why do I have 50 pounds of pasta in my pantry? 15 can of peach, 20 pounds of flour. And just I'm just naming, naming three things. So I look around the house and my kids had more toys than the daycare. So definitely there was a problem there mm-hmm. that I wasn't realizing before that time. Mm-hmm. So when my husband came home that night, he told me that it will be posted away for a little while and that we will need to move after that hmm. so that's we're talking about big change in our life really? and with complex ptsd we don't like change
0: Right, right.
1: so to make things worse i felt terrible when the movers came and said that they cannot move all that stuff that we had you know <laughs> oh they need we need to let go of minimum half our belongings Oh my God, yeah. And I was even feeling worse because I was still going to Garachel every weekend to kind of find new treasure. Right. So I felt stuck, exhausted, and hopeless at that moment. Mm. We were on a clock to get rid of that stuff. Okay. So cool. the night my husband went away, I put the kids to bed and sat down in front of my storage room uh-huh. and something unusual happened. Mm. I started crying. And i haven't for many many years where should i start how long would that decluttering takes does that mean i will throw out good stuff
0: right
1: so and then something special happened i started to declutter and realized that while i was decluttering i was getting in touch with my emotion Hmm. and i was having different memory to deal with it and i was feeling more energized So after a couple of months, I had a relapse because, you know, it's ups and downs in a journey right. to recovery. <laughs> yes,
0: right, right.
1: And I decided to go on a personal development journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that allowed me to discover beautiful people all around the world, mm-hmm. but particularly discovering myself. All right. And through this process, I was able to make lots of connection and lower my stress level no more nightmare no more flashback done with the panic attacks even my dissociation my chronic depression and my self-harming behavior stopped
0: That's wonderful
1: so i was wondering why did that work
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) you know yes i declutter and i feel better that's a fact right But is there some study out there? Is there something Mm -hmm. talking about that? And at the same time, I was doing my class to home stage the house, like you know, before people move to put things in the right arrangement. So it's easier to sell the house. And I realized that people do not have difficulty with that. They have difficulty with decluttering before doing that. Right. And I studied in professional organizing, and I realized, oh my God, almost all the clients that I met talked to me about some trauma that they have in their life. Mm. So there must be a link somewhere. So I deep dive in Internet and my husband, too, and we find out some study that relate trauma and clutter together. Mm. And that was really kind of fresh in my mind because it was kind of telling me you know you're not alone if it's in a study that there's a link between the two it's because it's arriving to more than you right you know just a little mini story inside that you know when you're home and your mom call and say i'm coming visiting and you're rushing to take that basket of clothes that is not full put it in your bedroom <laughs> and put a couple of things away close the bedroom and then moms arrive and you say hello <laughs> so i wasn't let me,
0: having let me, let me ask the audience at this time because this is such a common thing i want to ask the audience how many of you go through the phase of this rapid Cover up, not actually cleaning, cleaning, but rapid cover up when somebody's coming home. Go ahead and put in the comment that you have uh, you go through that phase too. We'll be able to identify how many of us go through because I go through that too. <laughs> so,
1: the thing is, I wasn't having clutter everywhere in my house like we see in Order's TV show. But I had little things here and there and more stuff than people, even if that stuff was organized. And that's why I had needed to cover up when my mom was coming.
0: Uh
1: So with those research, we really found that link. And that was fascinating. So if you want to hear a bit more about that link, it's really like when somebody had PTSD, for example, or some type of brain trauma injury, The frontal lobe is affected and we see that on scan that they do with the people with PTSD and TBI, where the frontal lobe activity is reduced. The problem with that is this is where the executive function are. What I mean by executive function is the capacity of being able to organize, planning that we need to do something before another event, being able to put things away being able to figure out where my things should go, all of that organizing and planification, it's in the frontal lobe that it is. So with that less activity in the frontal lobe, not surprising that somebody that is depressed or has PTSD can sit on the couch and instead of bringing the can of pop to the garbage, put it on the side table. It's kind of just going together. And another thing is the problem is people start to put a little bit of clutter like that. But the thing is more you accumulate clutters, more you have things or belongings in your environment, the more stress you experience. Because more things you have, it's like when you go in a fair there's all those boots and people yelling and information and lights, and you come back home and you're completely exhausted right? because of all that stimulation on the brain. But when you have some clutter at home, or I've seen some house with frame all over the, the wall, mm-hmm. it is so much so many stimulation for your brain that your level of cortisol is going higher and therefore you're even more stressed. Mm. And what do you do to kind of de-stress? Oh, I'll go grab something new because I will have a little bit of endorphins and good hormones, so I will feel good for about 20 minutes.
0: So you do shock therapy. <laughs> yes,
1: but by doing shock therapy, I have more things, nice. therefore I'm more stressed.
0: Nice.
1: And then I fall into a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And when I say acquiring something, it's not just shopping. It could be garage sale. It could be even doing garbage day. I've seen a lot of clients that pass, you know, the just before the garbage truck and pick up the things that are still good.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Because it is still acquiring something to bring into their nest.
0: Whatever is free, they can bring it. But yes. that that creates a lot of stress. So I'm like really excited to learn how to you know how to deal with that problem because we heard like you know you were in that phase and 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 it really helped you to let go of the past trauma but i think you know even people who don't have trauma also struggle with a clutter issue and so i'd really like to learn some of the practical tools that people can use to declutter and de-stress seems like stress and clutter are going hand in hand so yeah do you have some tips for us you can teach us
1: of course i have three secrets that i develop with the time Mm -hmm. so the first one you need to know that when you touch something and you pick it in your hand like take a teddy bear for example you know you have all kind of memory and feeling coming up i call them your your wave of emotion so when people start to declutter often they stop because they are not able to manage those wave of emotion Mm all that memory, oh, it's grandma who gave it at my wedding, or I receive it when my mom died, it was her before, and all those story and emotion. But this is because the sense of touch is directly related to the brain, a part in the brain that we call the limbic system. Mm -hmm. And I found a trick to be able to decutter without having those big waves of emotion. You simply put on a pair of gloves and what it does, you will still have memories and emotion, but they will be smaller. So you will be able to deal with them and take a more objective decision instead of an emotional decision on the object.
0: That is such a practical advice that would also save your hands from getting dirty by dealing with the clutter that has collected dust on it.
1: (laughs) totally and i will tell you you know i was with a client one day we were doing her closet uh-huh. and with the gloves she decided to put you know those big yellow gloves to do the dishes
0: Right, right.
1: and she was hot you know? <laughs> and she told me you know what val we we should take a break uh-huh. and no she told me i need to remove my gloves and i tell her we should need we should take a break and she said no 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 i want to continue without the gloves so while she has the glove we were letting go about half a good 40 to 50 percent of the clothes uh-huh. the minute she take them off inside two minutes she passed 20 clothes fast like that that keep 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 keep, keep. and i stop her i say whoa you're not decluttering anything now Right. Like, okay. So we laugh. We had a good laugh, you know. And when she put back some gloves,
0: uh-huh.
1: we, after a little pause, we were able to sort again the clothes that she just passed, and she let go of maybe eight or ten pieces of clothes. Mm. So it's really making a huge difference.
0: I better put on some gloves. Yes. <laughs> What's the second trick?
1: The second tip, I call it create an ambience. All right. So you know when we are in the spring, first thing we do is we for the people that has four season, is we open the window to have some fresh air coming.
0: Correct.
1: And we open the curtain. So we have some lights coming in. Mm-hmm. But that is brilliant. Because that change the color of the clothes or the color of the object that you have in your room. It's like when you buy something, a T-shirt, at the store, and you arrive home and you put it with your pants, for example, and you say, "Oh, it's not the color I was thinking it was." <laughs> it's because the light affect the color and the way you perceive your environment. Mm-hmm. So, what I ask my client is to use a construction light and completely open it and light the area that they are decluttering. Mm -hmm. And trust me, when you're doing your closet with that light, you're not seeing your clothes the same way as in the morning. Mm -hmm. So again, again, you're able to take a more objective decision, either you want to keep or not that item.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, that's such a practical tool.
1: I'm I'm doing that too. All right. (laughs) Third one. That's my last one for today. When babies are born, they are able to recognize their mother. And this is because the sense of smell, Mm -hmm. it is so direct related with the brain that babies have that sense really, really strong.
0: Right, right.
1: But we still have that strong sense when we are adult. Mm. And I use aromatherapy with my clients. So what we do is we select one sense, okay? And you need to keep the same one only in the moment you are decluttering. You don't use it for something else. Okay. And what happened is quickly your brain will understand that, hmm, I did decluttering, when was that sense? And after that, I was feeling better because my environment was less stressful. So next session that you declutter, your brain understands the same thing. Right. The third time you put it, the brain is white.
0: Yeah. It's bright. It's primed. It's primed. It- yeah. yeah. It yeah. will
1: say, oh, I'm ready to declutter. Let's do it because I will feel better after. Mm. So then it's become easier and easier to take the decision and to get set up to do the decluttering. But you need to keep that sense only when you declutter. Mm. That's really important. And I highly suggest to take scents that do not have alcohol in it. Okay. Because people that are allergic, that they say to perfume, often it's to the alcohol that is in the scents. Okay. More than the scents. Okay. So I always say, be careful with that.
0: So you kind of spray some kind of
1: scents or you burn- I use essential or- oils. Myself, I use essential oils with a brand, specific brand that is called doTERRA. Because they have some uh, mix that are really balanced to manage the emotion, okay, and that do not have alcohol in it, okay. So okay. it's even facilitate the process, mm-hmm. and at the same time has no alcohol in it. So my clients are not allergic to it.
0: So like D O T T E R A, D uh,
1: O T E R R A, Doterra. doTERRA. Oh. Okay.
0: Okay. And then what, what, uh, specific oil do you use? or what Balance. Oil? Balanced. It's called balance.
1: It's called balance. All right. Yes.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. That's another practical tip. I think I can also use. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Let me know after your period of decluttering, sure. how you feel.
0: Sure, and I'll ask all the audience whoever is listening, um, please go ahead and try this, these techniques and let us know how, how it worked for you. And so to kind of wrap it up, let me ask Valerie, what do you think would happen or happens if people don't follow some ritual to declutter on a regular basis? What kind of problems people uh, face? You describe you know, how you were going through, but yeah. a lot of your clients, when when they are not decluttering, what kind of problems they face?
1: The problem they face the most is they become overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and everything looks like heavy. Their to-do lists look like heavy. Just doing what they have to do in their day, and I say have to do because it feels like a weight. Right. So this is the stress that has a big a big. Uh, Impact I just said the impact. word in French. <laughs> Big take back on them. So this is really what I see: they get tired, overwhelmed, yeah. sometimes depressed, yeah. and lots of anxiety.
0: And what kind of differences do you see in them once they do declutter?
1: It's always that. Oh, my God, it feels so good. Wonderful. Oh, wow, I see my entrance and it's clear or I can access my bed now. <laughs> or even I can sleep in my bed.
0: Wonderful. wonderful! And, yeah. and how many of those people are able to stay declutter?
1: The thing is, we need to f- work on four dimension to okay. be able to have the decluttering that stick. Okay. We okay. need to bring I call them my four dimension of decluttering. That's why I say it's a decluttering journey. Okay. So it's okay. not just one time. Right, right. And we need to work on reducing the level of stress. We need to work on the mindset. So all the negative self-talk that some people will tell themselves.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And after that, managing the time, because it's difficult at the beginning to say, okay, I will declutter every week for an hour where do you have an hour like that? <laughs> so we need to find that time mm-hmm. to realize that after the decluttering, it takes less time to do the chores. They say 20% less time to do the chores mm-hmm. after decluttering. And then the fourth dimension is the space or the belongings.
0: So the first one
1: was? Reducing the stress. Okay, second. Calming the mind. Uh-huh. Then discovering free time
0: Uh uh-huh
1: and then uh, simplifying the living space
0: okay and then you are simplifying that is where you're doing decluttering so you're decluttering your mind as well as your surroundings
1: exactly
0: and your three tips i remember was wearing the gloves when you're decluttering using this uh, construction level light and the third one was using the uh, ambience that promotes thinking about you know decluttering and feeling good such yes, a like wonderful this, yeah. wonderful tools do you have any take-home message for our audience today
1: i would love that everybody at least declutter a junk dryer today <laughs> <laughs> at least that let go of at least one object <laughs> okay. so
0: one at a time you suggest people do one at a time not one closet or one room or
1: one <laughs> i will tell people to start with half an hour
0: okay just half so an just
1: hour. one drawer, and but keep take the habit of doing it more often, instead of doing like a big weekend where you do you do the garage and after you're completely exhausted and the garage will peel up again.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you just keep on doing it small, a smaller period of time, but regularly. So that's exactly. Wonderful. So how can people learn more from you or reach you?
1: They can see one of my webinars for free at dowellht.com. This is D-O-W-E-L-L-H-T dot com or they can find my book at tiny dot ie t-i-n-y dot i-e forward slash ptsd
0: wonderful put that stuff down exactly what is PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as put that stuff down. Wonderful acronym. Thank you for sharing. And as always my audience can find all these tools shared by different guests, all past episodes at happyandhealthymind.com and so you can sign up over there and get access to all the tools um, shared over the last year in these programs and now it's time for the special of the day today's special let's kind of keep the focus on the feeling of overwhelm i use a technique called empty the mental garbage bin and when people apply that they feel this is relief would you like to learn that?
1: Oh, of course, I'm excited to learn about it.
0: All right, so like in the like uh, in the physical space, we we empty the garbage bin on a regular basis. What would happen if you don't empty the garbage bin? Bin. Tell me if you have not emptied the garbage bin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it will smell a lot.
0: <laughs> it would smell a lot, and and then it would kind of create this environment of illness and sick feeling. Similarly, our mind also keeps on collecting a lot of thoughts and a lot of stimulation that keeps coming to us and so if we don't have a regular practice of emptying our mental garbage bin then it gets too full and then you're not able to think through and then you feel overwhelmed so let me use an example like you know somebody was telling me recently that she feels so overwhelmed with all the demands she's getting from uh, from the school from her home from her you know general uh, life requirements that she feels overwhelmed she's feeling so much overwhelmed that she's not able to enjoy the things that she used to enjoy she can't think about the things that you know she can look forward to because of that feeling of overwhelm and she's kind of start doubting her own abilities if she can do certain things when i shared this technique of uh, emptying the mental garbage bin it really helped her feel this relief And so what happens is when you let out all the things that are built up in your head, it kind of creates a small space for your brain's computer to be able to process what other things you can do, right? So if you want to do it, what I suggest is put a timer for maybe 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever time you want to write, take a notepad that you can tear the pages out and start the timer and put the pen on the paper and write, 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 whatever comes to your mind, write, 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 write. And once you are done writing, uh, or once you are, once the timer is over, then you stop writing. You tear the page out and you make small, small pieces and and throw it away. And uh, can you guess what is happening with your brain when you are doing this process?
1: Exactly the same thing as a computer. You know the garbage can you have on a computer? <laughs> when you empty it, you gain some space nice. and some. Space yeah some speed and some clarity
0: wonderful the same thing happens with our brain's computer so it it kind of uh, cleans out it's like you know you have a blackboard and there's a lot of scribbly if you want to write something you first wipe a little portion right so that you can write on and whatever you're writing on would be uh, uh, decipherable so um so the if you want to apply this technique put a timer put a pen on the paper write 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 when you're done tear it out and throw it away that tells your brain that this was just your thoughts and you can get rid of them and then usually when people when you're kind of in a negative mode and if you build up negativity or negative thoughts then you want to follow up with a doing a gratitude journal. So then you can write down in your journal today. I'm grateful for well, I was able to get rid of this thing, or you know something else totally irrelevant. Like you know, I'm grateful for being alive, or being able to breathe, or being you know simple things that we take for granted. And what that does is that it would bring you from that negative thinking to the positive, and then you can move on and do whatever you wanted to do. What did you think about this technique, Valerie? This is
1: wonderful. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of similar to yours of decluttering the environment this would declutter your mental environment so let me lead the audience with this question what is one thing you choose today so you can continue to build your resilience live your best life function at your highest potential without burnout and be happy and healthy on that note thank you for joining dr rosina